What if you could get arbitrage, co-hosting, and even ownership leads for Airbnbs without having to cold call, without having to spend money, without having to network your face off and save a bunch of time? Tristan Patrika is going to share with us how to do that here on the Fearless Investor Podcast. If you are serious about building your short-term rental business to $10,000, $20,000, maybe even $30,000 a month or more, you have come to the right place. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast, where we teach you all things short-term rentals. The best guests, the best tools, the best strategies. There are so many investing paths out there. It can be seriously overwhelming to start out as a new investor, but take it from me, short-term rentals is the best and the quickest way to build your cash flow. So buckle up, listen in, and get ready to conquer the world of short-term rentals. Here we go. Hey, I need to take a really quick break from this podcast. And if you are a loyal listener of the Fearless Investor Podcast, you're probably either a business owner or looking to start a business. And for that reason, you need to make sure you're doing things correctly down to the T from forming the correct LLC to bookkeeping to understanding the tax code and more. It's all really the boring stuff, but it can make or break your business. In fact, if you aren't doing it correctly, you could be like 98% of other business professionals in the U.S. and overpay on taxes. Don't do that, guys. Be the 2%, and that's why I rely on Easier Accounting, and so should you. Easier Accounting is a team of tax professionals that will set up your LLC, keep your books, file your taxes, and they can even repair your credit. And just so you know, I myself use Easier Accounting, and this came after using a similar company that, really being blunt here, completely ripped me off. So when I started using Easier Accounting, I came in a little bit skeptical, but as I started talking to them, I could really tell they had my best interests at heart. And you know me, if I'm not a professional, I'm not going to do it myself. I'm going to outsource that stuff. And I hope you will do the same and use that same mindset to hire professionals to help you form and manage your business. Easier Accounting is absolutely the way to go. Go check them out at fearlesskyle.com forward slash easier accounting. Hey, Fearless community, before we get the show started, I want to let you know that you now have the chance to get direct access to me in order to grow and strengthen your short-term rental business. How? The Six Figure Formula Membership. I'm the only one in this space offering this value-packed membership for a stupid, stupid low price of $49 per month, and you get access to me my podcast guests, you get to be a part of our amazing private community. You get our full A to Z business in a box STR kickstart course. And maybe most exciting, especially for me, you get exclusive discounts that we worked for months to get that no one else is getting out there. Price Labs, AirDNA, NoiseAware, HostAway, and so many more at your fingertips. So become a part of this 6FF movement. Get started today for just $49 a month at fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF. Hey, everyone. Welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. You're listening to me, Kyle Stanley. And if you know anything about what I teach, it is all about how to have conversations with landlords to position yourself as the best option for that landlord. And you do anything you can to get that first deal, cold calling, networking, but one thing that we've really never talked about is digital marketing. Why? Because I'm not a digital marketing expert. I've never used digital marketing. I don't know what SEO is all about. I don't know how to do all that. And guess what? Now you don't have to know how to do that if you want to get leads that way and get them for free. 
Tristan Patrika is going to give us some very simple steps on what you could do with even a Google business online for free to start getting leads coming to your website and start getting your phone ringing without having to spend really any money at all. So Tristan is going to teach us that right now here on the Fearless Investor Podcast. Let's get to it right now with Tristan. Hey guys, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. We got Tristan Patrika with us. He's a good friend of mine. We just spent some time in Cabo together with a bunch of other uh, high-level operators in Airbnb. But this guy is doing things uh, a lot different. And the cool thing about today is that Tristan's going to show you how to be able to get leads for co-hosting, arbitrage, maybe even owning properties without having to pick up the phone and doing cold calling. We're not going to be talking about networking and going to meetup groups. We're not talking about doing all the uncomfortable things that take a bunch of time. And we're also not talking about spending money today either, uh, Tristan. So I'm I'm excited to, to just kind of blow the cap off of all this because you are doing this. And you really, you're one of the only ones that's doing this out there. But before we get into all that, man, thanks for being here. Uh, excited to go over all this with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it and can't wait to share it. All right, cool, man. Well, before we do, you know, you've been in the short-term rental industry for a while. So why don't you go ahead and let everyone know what's that craziest or funniest short-term rental story that you've got? <laughs> I was, I, there's been a few. Um, okay. Out here in Arizona, we've had, we had Super Bowl. So, you know, we had some interesting times with that. Well, but sure. I would have to say that the craziest thing I've ever seen in this industry, my cleaner hit me up one day and said, um, there's something uh, in the sink I think you need to see at a property. And I said, all right, so send me a photo. And when they sent me the photo, it was a big sink and it was literally full with bullets. Whoa. Ammo. Just like they were washing. Un fruit. Unused, I'm assuming. Just, yep. Just fresh pile of ammo. <laughs> just checked out with a sink full of ammo. So oh, and was, they'd already checked out. Oh yeah. They'd already <laughs> checked out. Yeah. They were gone. They were like, what do we do with it? I'm like, uh, I'll, I'll send some. I swear <laughs> sometimes like guests are just like, let's just screw with every host we can possible. We had one and I posted about it on Instagram. We had one where they had a blow up doll, but in a garbage bag taped. So it looked like it was a dead body. <laughs> so the cleaner oh, went to like oh. kick it. And when she kicked it and there was like no weight to it, she was like, oh, that's actually kind of funny. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, people, man. That's All right. right. Well, that's a great way to start us off. And I'm glad that those bullets weren't used or else yes. we might have a, a different story to share here. Well, Tristan, man, tell us about your journey to short-term rentals. What were you doing before you ever got into this business? So, yeah, it was uh, an interesting journey. So after, basically after college, um, I, I wanted to get into, you know, go to grad school. And first I wanted to be in the FBI as an investigator and, uh, or uh, a psychologist. And so, you know, I, I was looking down going to school and maybe Boston, maybe San Diego, ended up wanting to go to San Diego. So at the time, I was also just bartending to get cash and whatnot, moved to San Diego, started looking at schools, kept bartending, and then uh, decided to just kind of hold off on school for, for the time being for at least a year. And uh, that's when a, a, uh, a regular at the bar I worked at was in digital marketing and said, Hey, you know, if you ever get sick of this job, you should check out digital marketing. So I kind of went down the rabbit hole there and uh, applied for an entry level position at that company and basically uh, BS my way through the interview, you know, fake it till you make it. He yeah. taught me like a handful of code uh, while we drank some whiskey and, <laughs> um, and I went the interview got the job and learned 
everything that I needed to know, uh, basically was just getting yelled at on the phone, you know, as customer support. And then I climbed the ladder up through to a senior account manager. I was managing about 70 to 80 SEO and, and uh, pay-per-click clients. And that's kind of when I fell in love with digital marketing. And so I've been doing that now for uh, just over a decade and just absolutely fell in love with it. But obviously from bartending and other hospitality gigs that I've had over the years, I've worked at ski resorts and things like that. I've always loved the hospitality industry and dealing with people, mm. uh, getting to talk to people and, and learn about their experiences and, and make their experience with us better than everyone else. So then when I came upon uh, my mentor, Mike Shogren, doing his podcast, or he was doing a, a free webinar. And for those who don't know, Mike and I uh, went to college together. We played lacrosse together. Uh, he was a captain of the team. So I just kind of popped in to say hi to him. And then as I sat and learned about, wow, you can, you know, co-host and, and you know, make a, a good living off of this kind of side gig. That's when I realized like the light bulb moment of I'm really good at digital marketing. I've always been in hospitality. Why don't I just combine these into this new industry that I'm learning about? And that was the end of it. That's awesome. But as I know about your story, it didn't start really that way. You, you weren't really using the digital marketing side right away. You were kind of going down the same route that a lot of us were doing with jumping on Zillow, jumping on cold calling. How was that going? That's right. Yeah. So initially, you know, going through the course and, and learning like, okay, you know, there's hot pads and Zillow, make phone calls. So I, I got in, immediately got into like a pod, uh, an accountability pod. And, you know, we basically talked about how to get leads. I made multiple scripts for, you know, calling people for rent by owner and trying to talk them out of a long-term rental into like, mm -hmm. you know, an arbitrage or a co-host. And I was making probably 25, 30 plus calls a day and wow. just getting absolutely nowhere. Wow. Uh, and so I, I, luckily I only did that for about probably less than a month. I would say before I got really frustrated. Do you think it was just like looking back on that and because you hear people all the time, right? Like, oh, my first phone call I made, they said yes. And then other people are like, I made 200 phone calls and I never got a yes. What do you think like looking back on those calls was the reason that you just weren't feeling the cold calling route? I think it was my, my background has never been in sales. So sure. I think there was obviously some, some opportunity there to for a closer to close. And I guess I just may, maybe not didn't have that skill set to to understand where we were where we were at in that sales process of like hey ask for the sale or whatever you know that next process was so I feel like you know that was kind of the hang up on some and then others was just kind of not fully grasping the industry getting mm -hmm. hung up on people's questions well what about this well what about that and I, again I was just learning the process of this yeah. I didn't even have a property yet so I didn't know how to confidently answer their question. Okay. Like so, yeah. So how long did you try that for till you were just like, man, screw this. I'm going to try digital marketing instead. Yeah. I'd say probably like four to six weeks. And mm. then even still after I got the digital marketing going, I would still like check in on hot pads, see if there was really a good opportunity, you know, give it a, you know, step up to the plate a few times and see if I could do it a little bit better you know, through the, the repetition, but I'd say probably after six months, I said, I'm not doing this anymore. Like zero at all. 
Okay. And then digital marketing, you, what, what did you start doing? How did you start doing that? And what were the results? Yeah. So I knew when I signed, when I started and I created my LLC and got all that stuff kind of organized, that's when I started, like, I know I need, I need a brand. So I need to be able to call these people and tell them, hi, my name is Tristan Patrika. I'm a Sojourn Properties, blah, 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 blah. So I knew I had to create that because they're going to turn to Google and be like, is this dude legit or, you know, what's the deal? So created my logo, built a website with just basic pages, homepage about us, services, like overview services and a contact us page with a, a form. And um, so that's where I started at. And then I slowly kind of built it up and I went through building out my Google business profile, which we'll get into in a little bit. Um, and then really just started trying to provide value to people and build up Google reviews. And that, that, that was the main ticket, but it was really just getting the website started and letting that build traction uh, with the search engines. So you build a website, get on Google, get some reviews. How quickly did you get your first yes after that? I think it was, um, about I go, go from month two to three, somewhere in there. Okay. Uh, I believe I started in December and I think it was like February 3rd or 4th. I got the email lead through my website with the person who ended up being my first co-host deal. Nice. Now, how many do you have today? Just co-hosting. Today, we have 13 co-hosts. Okay. Uh, last year, I got up to as many as 34 and oh, then wow. I realized that not all properties are alike. Not all owners are alike. They're not you all good. Made, you so majorly we, scaled back. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We, we pumpkin planned. If you haven't read that book, uh, we pumpkin planned the business and the numbers haven't changed. In fact, they've gone up. Wow. Um, so it was more about finding the right properties, keeping my sanity and, and being able to focus on those big time properties instead of all the rinky dink ones and running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I'm writing a note down on that because I want to come back to that. Sure. Um, but I don't want to go off topic too much. Let's, let's talk about that, that journey from zero to as many as 34. You're telling me every single one of those leads that turned into a deal originated through digital marketing. I would say a, a large portion of it. And what's funny is as I built my, presence. So I knew when I looked at, so I have from the digital marketing side, I, I own a digital marketing agency based out of San Diego. So I have access to a lot of tools and softwares okay. that we use for our clients. Now you, you, everyone listening, you can still go out and get a basic plan at some of those softwares and be able to track your own stuff. But getting at, I was able to look into keywords and look into the comp the competition to see where they were at. Where do I need to get? What's my target? And it looked like my biggest competitor had like 34 reviews on Google at like a 4.3 rating. So I knew, all right, that's my target. If I can get more reviews than them, five mm. stars, I own the whole market. There you go. In Scottsdale. So it was very clear to see that target. So I just, I, it was a little bit of that networking stuff because I needed to provide value to others in order to then ask for a review from them. So once I built it and started getting, you know, familiar with the industry and people in the area, um, getting on Facebook groups and people would say, hey, what's your tech stack or what's everyone using? Then I could explain to them what I use, why I use it, why I like it. And dozens of follow-up questions and dozens of people 
commenting, oh, you know, DM sent, DM sent. So I had 10, 15, 20 people hitting me up that I was kind of coaching along with their with the software tech they asked about. And they're like, oh my God, thank you. How do I, how can I repay you? Well, you can leave me a Google review if I provided any nice. value to you. So that's kind of how I built up the reviews without like hitting up 50 of my friends, like, hey, leave me a fake review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, um, but that was the main thing. And then as people heard about me, I would get phone calls of, hey, my friend or my realtor, uh, you know, James Jones said to call you. He said, you're the best in the area. I've never talked to James Jones. I don't know who James Jones is. <laughs> so like people, I think, were like Googling me and then going, yeah. this company knows what they're talking about because that's happened a dozen times where people are like, oh, they referred me and I have no idea who they is. So, so I, I love this because it's so similar of a story to what I tell people when you go and you make relationships and you go to meetup groups and you become the expert, people start talking about you and then their friends and then their realtors start talking about you. And before you know it, you get leads from people that you've never even heard of. But what I love about what you're talking about is, you know, I've spent hours upon hours upon hours, hundreds and hundreds of hours going to meetup groups, building relationships. And I still think that's incredibly important. I'm not saying don't do those things, but what I love about what you're talking about is you, made a website, which I can hire someone on Fiverr to do. Yep. I listed my business on what was even called my, my Google workplace or what it was called Google, my business. And they, yeah. they changed it about a few months ago to Google business profiles, Google GB. business profiles, but, but that's free. And then oh. I know you said you didn't really go the route of, of texting a bunch of friends, but you know, that is a really easy way to just start getting reviews or maybe mm -hmm. going to past clients and saying, Hey, can you just leave a quick Google review? You left me a five-star review on Airbnb. Can you leave me one here? And, and it sounds very simple, but I'm sure there's some missing pieces here. So what else were you doing to make sure that you were popping up as the expert, as the number one on when people were Googling, you know, short-term rentals or vacation rentals in Scottsdale? Yeah, that's a great question. So it's important to understand your keywords, okay? So there, you're going to have keywords, and again, they're not all alike. There's going to be different categories, silos, if you will. So you need to kind of, kind of identify the silos of your keywords. As much as this may piss off uh, Mark from Boostly, Airbnb is the biggest term. Airbnb sure. property management, Airbnb in Scottsdale, Arizona. I mean, I know as an industry, we're trying to get away from those OTAs and be directly serving our customers. Sure. Yes. However, I knew that that search volume was big. I didn't have a page for that yet. I had a corporate housing, vacation rental, a short-term rental. So I had pages built out for those keywords, but I realized in that light bulb moment, Airbnb is the top search. Airbnb property management company or property management in Scottsdale, Arizona. So I built out a web page for that as a service page and optimized it for that search term being okay. the highest volume search term for what I'm, I'm trying to get the business from. As soon as I did that, I started tracking all the, all the uh, people that were hitting that page. It very quickly, within a week, it became my highest visited page. Mm. And that's really when it skyrocketed. That's when my leads skyrocketed because then, I mean, I matched up what people were searching for and gave them an answer clear as day on Google. This is what we do. This is why we're the best. Get a free property analysis. And then I would run the analysis, send them their pro forma, 
and schedule a call at the same time. And boom, we were done. We were, we were on. So that was probably, I went from maybe 10 leads a month when I put that page in to probably 40 to 50 leads a month. Wow. All right, listen up. If you are not using Price Labs, you are literally throwing money in the trash. Dynamic pricing is a must in our industry. If you don't know what that is, dynamic pricing is just a fancy term for supply and demand pricing. When demand is high, Price Labs will get you high price bookings. And when demand is low, it will fill up your calendar while the competition overprices themselves and leaves everything vacant. I was dumb in the beginning of my short-term rental journey. I thought I could do it all without Price Labs. So one day I just said, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm going to try this thing out. And immediately my income went up 15 to 20% on my listings. I really was kicking myself. I should have been using this from the beginning. So don't make the same mistake as me. Get started with your free 30-day trial at fearlesskyle.com forward slash price labs. Or even better, how about getting 25% off your first six months as a thank you for being a part of the STR six-figure formula membership? That's right. Go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF to become a member and claim that discount today. Okay, so talk to me like a second grader. Let's go digital marketing 101. Sure. When you say, I found those search terms. How are you finding those search terms? What's the process look like if I have never tried to figure out what a key search term is on Google? Where would I go? So there's a few ways to do it. The cheapest way is what we call don't press enter or, you know, and basically, or don't press return. And that's basically that autofill feature sure. on Google. When you start typing Airbnb and then see what it spits out. And so as soon as you type Airbnb, P could be property management companies in wherever. So that's one indicator of search volume that's free. And then if you do press enter on those, that main search term, you can scroll to the bottom and there's going to be people also searched for, and there's going to be a list of other terms that people search for. And so that's a free way or another way to kind of double check those. And then you can go down the rabbit hole of, searching all sorts of different things and don't press enter and you know all that stuff. There's also software that you can get. SEM Rush is one that we use. So yeah. really really quick here, Tristan, I, I don't mean to interrupt you. I, oh, please. I, want, I want to like really even dumb it down even more because I want people to see this. So some are going to be listening on the podcast, but some are going to be watching this on the YouTube channel and I really want them to see this. So I'm going to just share my screen right now right. and do exactly what you were saying. So We've got Google right here, right? Like if I just go, like you said, Airbnb, and then just P, you got Pots of Robles, Pet Friendly. So like one of the things you might say is like, if you're trying to appeal to guests with your website, you might have Pet Friendly in there. Yep. Yep. And your location, um, or if you start typing kind of property. So let's just even type in like Phoenix and see what else is in there. So Phoenix AZ with a pool, convention center uh, downtown experiences like, yeah. And this is exactly what you would use yeah. for a direct booking website. What is the cool. guest looking for? And this is going to be yeah. with a pool near the convention center, you know, all that stuff, downtown, long-term, those are going to be key for that. Cool. So if and I then, do like Airbnb management yeah. or if I'm doing management companies or management service, these are all key terms that you would use. I would write and, those down. Yeah. yeah. I would put those into a, into a Google sheet and save those ideas. Yeah. And then again, kind of continue to go down those rabbit holes. So what, yeah. when you click on that now at the very bottom, what is yeah, it very bottom, yeah. for yeah. 
So I'm in Fresno, so it's automatically trying to get me close to to me, right? So yep. list of Airbnb management companies, Airbnb management companies near me, companies in USA, best yep. Airbnb management. Yep. But you know what I know about Google is if you press enter, then it starts to learn about you. So your best bet if you do something like this and then want to refresh tomorrow and search something new is to just clear all your cookies, right? Yeah, that or use you could use uh, another browser like DuckDuckGo or an incognito window. Cool. Okay. I just wanted to give people a, a visual of that yeah. so they really could understand. Okay. So you were talking about some softwares now that you yeah, like SEM Rush, they have a keyword magic tool. You type in Airbnb and then it gives you all phrases like that that people are searching. You can search by you can sort by search volume. And then, you know, the basically I just discovered very quickly that Airbnb management companies or the ones that we saw there best Airbnb management company, and then just add in your geo tags of Scottsdale, Arizona, those types of things. So that's basically how I discovered those primary keywords. Now, did you ever retarget people that were visiting that website with Google ads, with Facebook ads, anything like that? I did not, but you absolutely could. The reason I did not is cash flow. Okay. I was, yeah. you know, we had, I have a growing family and my other business and stuff. And so I was putting time into this business, but I didn't want, I didn't have a ton of capital to drop into a bunch of ads. If you do, that is a great way to get people back to your site and to build your brand because they're going to see you on Facebook. They're going to see you on Instagram, see you all over the place on the web, on ESPN. When you're looking at scores, they're going to see you all over the place and they're going to remember you. So it is incredibly valuable to do that. I did not. I may be able one X or you know one and a half X or two X my leads through you know the retargeting, but it's just I did wasn't doing that at the time. Well, and that's just even more power to your story because I think a lot of people are in your situation, right? They're looking for extra cash flow. They already know that if, especially if they're going to arbitrage, like I've got to have fifteen twenty thousand dollars put aside. So now I'm having to spend money on Google ads and that can add up $200 per week, $1,000 per week before you know it. You're like, wow, I, I don't have a deal yet and I've spent all this money on ads. So that's right. That That's really powerful that you were able to do this without spending any money. And, um, historic, and, and historically, that stuff used to work a lot better. I'm not going to go ahead and say it doesn't work today, mm. but this, our generation, the younger generations, call BS on ads quicker than the older generations did. So people are clicking on Google ads a lot less. Yeah. They're seen as not as trustworthy because you can pay to play to get there. Yeah. But there's something to be said about being in that top paid ad. And then as they scroll down, boom, you're the number one organic listing too. Now they're like, okay, they're legit. So oh, there's yeah. a caveat I mean there. But if you rank for the, a paid ad and you don't show up anywhere else, you're suspect. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're preaching to the choir right now. Every time I Google something, the first thing that says sponsored, I'm just not clicking on it because I just assume that it took some sort of keyword that I typed in there and was like, this is indirectly related in some way, somehow, but then you click on it and you're like, this has nothing to do with what I'm Googling. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. I love it, man. So you're teaching people how to do this and yeah. without, you know, us diving too deep into the secret sauce, I, I want to know, give me a little bit of information about how you're teaching people and maybe some results that uh, some of your students have gotten. Yeah, so it's basically walking people through the whole process of setting this up 
the reason I kind of did this is because of, of what we've just talked about. Like, I want, I want to help people out and I want them to understand that you don't need a pocket full of cash to get started, to get leads, to build this business and create really a whole different life through SEO and being able to do it. Number two, SEO is not that hard. It's just, you know, most people just don't know what they don't know. And it's very simple, very simple process and certain steps that you can take. So I realized that if I can just guide people along the, the, the process, they can do this themselves. Being in this industry too, on the, on the marketing agency side, I've had too many friends and too many people be like, oh yeah, I was paying this guy 1500 bucks a month and he didn't do anything, whether it was, you know, domestic or overseas or what, what have you. And I just, I was like, send me what they're doing and I'll go through it. And then I'm like, dude, they're not even doing anything for you. Like, this is a bunch of crap. And that was another reason I kind of started the course because people go, oh, okay, I got to do SEO. Let me go on Upwork and find someone. Not to say there aren't good people out there. I just know that SEO can be hard to track without the right metrics, without the right mm -hmm. KPIs. And if you don't know, then you don't know. So it's just hard to get your money's worth if you're not familiar with the KPIs that you need to track someone's progress that you're paying. Therefore, I said, why don't I just show people how to do this? They can do it in their spare time. They can have their wife do it who's at home or whatever, whatever the situation may be, or a VA. You can have your VA learn it and do it however you want to do it. I just wanted to provide a resource to show people step-by-step step how to create what I created. That's awesome. So this is essentially a self-study course that they can become an SEO expert, but you also have kind of a done for you if someone doesn't have the time or doesn't want to rely on their wife or their VA to do it, right? Yeah. So we're, we're just recently launching that because I've gotten a lot of feedback from people who've already been in the game who are like, yeah, this stuff's gold. I don't want to do it. And <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, fair enough. So yeah, yeah. We, will be, we will be offering a done for you SEO service where I will take your everything that you're looking for. We would sit down, have a conversation about your business, your area. And then I would kind of design a sort of SEO um, plan for you and we would track it and, and all that stuff. So awesome. So guys, here's the key here. If any of this is speaking to you, you're going to want to go to SEO for str.com slash Kyle and the slash Kyle is key because of, we're going to tell you why in a second here, but again, SEO for F O R, not the number four, but SEO F O R S T R.com slash Kyle. And by going to that site, Tristan, and using the coupon code fearless Kyle, what can they get with that? They will get 15% off of, awesome. of all that stuff there. Yep. Awesome. So if you use that link and I'm putting this by the way, in our comments right now, and that code fearless Kyle, by the way, all lowercase, then you will get 15% off either the course or the done for you site, which is pretty awesome. So thank you for offering that to our audience, Tristan. Of course. Absolutely. Awesome. Now we, I did say I wanted to come back to one topic here. Um, cause I think it's important. You, you are the one that has scaled down the most based on conversations that I've had with people in the industry. Uh, we're actually very similar in the fact that we've scaled down. I had about 70 properties in three different markets last year. Now we're in two different markets and down to about 50 properties. But you said you went from 34 to 13 and you haven't seen any change in your income. That's powerful. Can you 
talk to me a little bit about that transition and maybe some of the fears that you went through and, and like, oh man, letting go of properties that feels wrong. It was there any sort of like that talk in your head? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. And, you know, to this day, I'm like, did I make the right decision? You know? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it, it was, there was just some, you know, a few of them were just not great owners to work with. They were mm -hmm. for whatever reason, just, just not a good fit for us. And I realized that after having conversations with, with you and with other people, you know, really what, like what a healthy business relationship looks like and like how your life should look as well. Like your personal time, you know, getting away from people, shutting your phone off or putting it on DND, you know, after your working hours and having that nighttime with your family for some owners are like, that's unacceptable. And I'm like, well, then this is not a good fit with others. It was just the properties uh, and anyone who's in, you know, Scottsdale Phoenix can tell you the market boomed for yeah. short-term rentals. Everybody and their brother was like, I'm going to go buy one. And they weren't all the same. Some were fantastic and were lots of bedrooms can have lots of people, but others were just like a three, two down by old town where there's 6,000 others, no pool. You know, they just, it's just very cookie cutter. And so when I was young and when I was, you know, hungry and young in the business, I just took all those leads and turned them into deals. Yeah. Thinking this is, Hey, I'm doing it, baby. You know, we're winning. Yeah. And yeah. then I realized like, okay, after peak season, so February, March, April, after those, when you know we did really well, I was like, okay, here comes summer. And now I was answering all these tough questions of like, why aren't we renting out? I'm, you know, doing everything I can. We're adjusting prices, changing listing, doing everything I've been taught to do. And we're just not getting anywhere. Yeah. And the competition was just fierce. So I realized I was spending a, too much time like driving the properties and, you know, doing too much myself. And if I paid someone to do it now, I was losing a bunch of money. Yeah. So it just didn't make a lot of sense to keep these properties on. I parted ways with almost all of them, you know, mutually and peacefully. And we, you know, they still hit me up with questions here and there. Some might said, you know, honestly, you're better off self-managing. Here's a step-by-step -step process of what you need to be successful if you have any questions, reach out to me. I'm happy to help you. Um, but just, yeah. So that was just kind of the whole process that I took. For someone new right now that's listening to this, that, you know, maybe they're listening. They're like, oh, do I need to be really particular about those deals? Do you look back at that and say, uh, I wish I wouldn't have taken on those 21 that I ended up offloading? Or would you go and do the same thing again? I mean, I think there's a lot you can learn in all this experience. You need to learn, you know, what your ideal owner is and without getting a, you know, a total jerk, you don't really know, or maybe you do. And, and I, I was just a one-off, but yeah. I mean, I, I think some of them, I made a mistake and I probably shouldn't have, but a lot of them, I did learn something, you know, some of them I helped build from the construction phase up and realized it just was a horrible investment on the, on the owner's behalf. And so there was a few of those those situations. I mean, I would say it's it's important if you're just getting started to go out and get those deals. Obviously, the numbers need to make sense. And if a red flag goes up big time, whether it's the owner or the property, trust your gut or talk to people in your network. Bring it to a mentor. Um, there's lots of different ways to help vet those those deals. So bring it to someone with experience. Say, what do you think about this? I kind of without letting you know my bias or I, you know, I want you to tell me what you feel about this deal. Most people in this industry are going to help you. But that being said, I think there's so much to learn in all these experiences, good yeah. or bad, especially the bad. 
I think we get so caught up in like, well, the reason that we get mentorship and the reason that we buy a course and the reason that we watch these YouTube videos and everything is so that we don't make mistakes. And that's not it. It's so that we make less mistakes and get to our goals faster. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't make mistakes along the way because mistakes are where we make a lot of our strides into learning what we do like and what we don't like. One of the things that I know is I might talk to an owner and be like, heck no, I don't want to work for this person. But then someone else is like, I'll take them on all day long. Like you don't know what your appetite is for risk or for, yeah. uh, for issues, for, for overbearing owners, for ginormous properties or small properties. You don't know until you actually get in there. So I always take that, that advice with a grain of salt. When someone tells me like, I wouldn't do that deal. I'm always going to ask like, well, why wouldn't you do it? And if I feel like I've got a, an opportunity to learn from the reasons that they don't want to do that deal, I'm, I'm probably going to still do it. I remember my first flip that I did, you know, not even STR related. My first flip I did, everyone was like, don't do it. It's, it's too risky. And I'm like, no, I, I, I know that I, I know these numbers really well. This is a low risk deal and I'm going to learn a lot. And sure enough, like I only made $5,000 on the flip, but I learned so much yeah. and I was so dead set on like, I know that the experience I'm going to get from this is going to far outweigh what I may or may not lose. Um, so I, I'm just, I look at your situation, man, and I'm like, I don't think that you would be where you're at today if you hadn't have gone through all the the shit, you know? And, and, yeah. and to, to yeah. me, that's giving you more clarity to be more advanced in your business now than maybe making those mistakes in year three or year four of your business now. Yeah, especially with the grind. I mean, getting the 34 and multiple, you know, a bunch of them were under construction at the same time, yeah. just running from property to property all day and then getting behind in so much of my work and being up till two in the morning, like catching up. Like you learn really, really fast that, okay, I need help. I got to hire somebody. Like, or you learn something that you need to move forward in the, in the business, like how to hire someone, how to lead them, how to, you know, manage them. Like something will come out of that lesson for sure. Awesome. All right, guys, uh, we're going to wrap it up here with Tristan. But once again, if you are ready to learn how to get leads really for no money, close to a fraction of the time that you would spend on all the cold calling and networking that a lot of us teach and just having this endless flow of leads coming in, you're definitely going to want to go and check out uh, the SEO for STR links. Uh, that he has there for either doing it for you or going through the self-study course. Again, that link is seoforstr.com slash Kyle. Uh, Tristan, where else can people find you on social media, your website? What other links do you have for people to check you out? Yeah, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Tristan Patrika. So Instagram is going to be at Tristan Patrika, Facebook, forward slash Tristan Patrika. So I'm on those. Uh, my business website is Sojourn Properties, S-O-J-O-U-R-N-E-Z.com. If you want to kind of see the website that I built and how that's kind of working and how that flows, um, you can just Google Sojourn Properties or type in that URL. And otherwise, SEO for STR. Awesome. Tristan Patrika, thank you so much for helping our audience to conquer the world of SEO in short-term rentals. Guys, once again, this is a no-brainer. Go check it out. S-E-O-F-O-R str.com slash Kyle. Use that coupon code fearless Kyle. You're the only ones getting this opportunity. Tristan doesn't give a 15% coupon to anyone else out there. Go check it out. And if you have someone on your team or if you have the time, go get that course and become an SEO expert 
and learn how to be able to get these leads coming in your way. But if you don't know how to do that or you don't want to take the time and you want to kind of just streamline this, then go ahead and get Tristan's team hired so that you can bring them in and you can start seeing the results right away. So that's going to do it for us here on the Fearless Investor Podcast. We're helping you to conquer the world of short-term rentals. We'll see you next time. Hey, Fearless Investor community. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Fearless Investor. If you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And for more free content, check out my YouTube channel, also called the Fearless Investor, and our website, www.fearlesskyle.com. Until next time, keep on conquering the world of short-term rentals. Thank <laughs> you.